0: G'day punters, welcome to uh, the Mailbag preview show for, where are we, deep diving, we're deep diving, we're deep diving the week was, and Pistol, kick us off, some things I thought I'd never see in my adult life, ever, ever, top five would have been Pistol drinking protein shakes on a Monday morning, sneaky Pete, how heavy are you lifting?
1: Uh, It's not about the lift, Jack, it's about the technique, and it's about the uh, input versus the output, so... For me, currently, it's about increasing the output, decreasing the input, which isn't going to happen because I'm still going out and smacking piss until 2.30 on a Saturday morning. So increase the output.
0: That's are you bulking or are you looking to just sort of like athleticise the rig slightly?
1: Yeah, more the, more the latter. Uh, bulking for myself on my frame will look a little bit hilarious. Um, not sure there's quite a, an example I can
0: think of. Girls, you'd have a bit of advice, wouldn't you? I haven't seen it recently, but there was a lot of deadlift gear yeah. like four or five months ago from you on Instagram. Big a bit of a operator.
2: I've had a bit of a think about all that. Like Pistol and I are fortunate enough to be able to go and smack Pistol two forty-five a.m. Yeah, and fortunate bit... enough to be able to go to the gym. So sort of got to stop flexing on that, I think. Um, but um, yeah, Pistol and I are living very similar lives right now um, except I'm doing 60 kilo sets on my way to trying to do a 100 kilo 1rm just to say I've done it that's t- sorry that's sorry that's pistol note I'm talking about thats sort of gym talk Jackie you would not
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say kills I'm going to the beach tomorrow Are you going to the beach as well
2: <laughs> nah, no I'm not I'll probably I'm not going to say what I'm doing tomorrow
0: because Jack will get upset 18 of them, eh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, that's Moony Valley. Thanks, Pundits. We'll <laughs> see you next week.
2: Appreciate that. See no. you guys. I'll...
1: Um, can I start off by saying yourself and Jacko did an outstanding job handling that card there on Saturday because obviously we didn't exactly know what the track would do. It didn't end up being that wet after all. But there was obviously a distinct pattern that emerged quite early in the card and the way that you both adapted was top-notch.
0: Well, um, yeah, we better get out of the way first, but very, very, very bad, poor decision by Jackson to trust the weatherman, wasn't it? But luckily for us, that was the only one who got wrong all weekend because he predicted Noah's Ark and maybe they'd get cancelled, but the track rose pretty well and we were able to, you know, like sort of zig and zag our way through it. He, he did the steering on Saturday. Um, so we kind of put in a set of prices and can adjust them for a map. So basically, really, is the only thing you can adjust for. Or you would adjust for, which we've spoken about at length yeah. in Q and Q- As. So, um, yeah, didn't expect a better heap, and um, yeah, it's been a huge week. The with with thirty six, or th- almost thirty seven units in front for September. So <laughs> 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 we eight straight or something, I think. Anyway. Bless you, Cotton socks.
1: Um, Shall we start off with a, with a feature? Well, I think it was the feature, the fan. There was two group twos on the card, but clearly this is the one that had the most interest. What an interesting race to watch unfold. Yeah. You could see Ollie thinking as soon as the gates opened, and obviously he knew he was going to the worst part of the track, but he knew as well that he was following arguably the second best horse in the race, in elephant and everyone was just swooping wide into the corner, and he just saved that little bit of ground, which which helped him on the line.
0: He, like, and this ties in perfectly to what we've opened with. So, or not what we're opening with, a bit of gym gear, but the racing stuff. <laughs> Superstorm was a bet on Wednesday afternoon, the way we do the form, the yep. prices. You guys can see the sheets yourselves, like our sheets, it's a bet. But it's going to be worse in midfield. It's probably going to need a swoop. It's going to need a lot to go right, and it's probably not going to be suited to Valley. We were able to slowly pick this apart and then, then get set we, we back this thing maybe 45 before that it jumped um, but Jackson took made that decision as a great decision um, I think the first two across the line are the most interesting horses from the race and worth following, the chosen ones doesn't go poor does it, just like turns up again and again and again um, I the most fascinating bit of information that I, I, I've not been confirmed but I've half I've heard it twice from two different people. Danny O'Brien was scathing in his feedback to Damien Oliver post-race for the tactics.
1: <laughs> yeah, so what's the alternative he goes 18 wide into the corner?
0: I don't know. It's like me and Curly jumping over the fence and telling fucking Shane Warne how to bowl a leg spin. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Danny.
1: Yeah, well, look, I heard Ollie on WA Radio on Sunday morning, and he said, look, he realised that the four horses drawn inside of him or three horses drawn inside of him didn't have any gate speed, so he's likely to end back last the fence anyway. So he thought, well, I may as well get as far forward on the fence as possible and try and follow Elephant.
0: Uh, I... Like, if I was... This is like a soft spot for me because I think Dan Everyone's made a few big errors recently in his training, which has cost us a, a heap of money. He he missed a run with Young Werther, which cost us winning the derby, which cost us thousands. <laughs> he got out trained by Dennis Pagan, and then here he is <laughs> questioning Damien Oliver after he's just won him a group two. And his first horse with Bob Peters has gone, good run first up, bang, you've won the fiend, you're in the Cox plate. And yeah. and then he, he's got the the ego on him to criticise the goat. If true, alleged, fascinating behaviour from a bloke who, you know, we saw in the guineas when Pruska was seeing one with Luna Flair with Mickey D. Ollie snuck up the fence there again on another one of Danny O'Brien's, which gave out late because it didn't have enough runs under the belt. Like, I worry about what you're doing, Danny, and get off the goat's back, or the goat will probably get off all of your horses, which he almost already has by the look of it. It's a fine line between track bias and being on the best horse,
1: though, isn't it? You know, like he saved ground by holding the inside in this case, and the horse he knows is good enough. He kept it comfortable early in the race. Yes, it was under pressure on the corner, but they all were. Yeah,
0: yeah. A, there's two points to be made here, which is just proves if, if it's true, which I'm sure it is, because of two people have said it. How it's just ignorant t- some of these trainers are. This is like a horse that hasn't seen the valley maybe ever if not very much so and we spoke about this maybe two weeks ago being inside horses and helping you corner when you're really accelerating at the valley is a big plus plus. and the the length saved by going through the inferior ground which would cost excellence was probably a sum that equaled about zero because he would have had mm. to peel real wide and be wider than the chosen one and lose a lot of momentum at a key stage
1: yeah, especially drawing the inside gate, you'd have to really just actually go back to last and then circumnavigate around all of them. Um, yeah, first start at the Valley for Superstorm. Raced at Corfield four times, five times previously. But first time at the Valley.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was fascinating behaviour to, um, to bag the ride. It was, okay. a hot, it was a, like an arrogant, confident ride and fucking too good. And we backed it, so yeah, talking through the kick. I mean, God look, bless him. Obviously, Sierra God bless Sue. Bob.
1: Well, yeah. Careful. Um, Sierra Sue was obviously trucking going through to straight didn't have any luck big flashing light the horse is flying uh, was there anything else it is else? flying
0: isn't it like, yeah. absolutely flying
1: yeah beyond flying um, is there anything else in the race I mean, the chosen one was pretty firm the whole way through betting know, uh, yeah. Streets of Avalon did what Streets That's of Avalon fun. does
0: I reckon this is a hard race to. it often is a hard race to get too keen on it, or you certainly can't be too negative on um, last year I think we saw around yeah, the Melbourne Cup, Prospectus Horse, like surprise baby. Yeah, like th- those sort of horses returned here, and you look at the second last horse here, Realm of Flowers, which I think is going to Melbourne Cup. It's clocked the second fastest last two hundred of the race and run second last, so that's a that's a box tick for this horse for mm. where it's where it's at and where it's going to. I guess, um, yeah, solid solid race, solid days racing.
1: Okay. Um, the other group two on the card was the McEwen Stakes, and Inferno, which Jackson did identify off its jump out trial yeah. between runs. Said it was elite it group in. one.
0: It pissed in, didn't it? It pissed in. Have a look at the last two hundred.
1: The split. I know it's off a very slow tempo and it dawdled here, but great ride. Great ride by D Lane. He he seems to handle these three ride. Uh, three. Wide rides over the short sprint trips so well, um, especially at Caulfield in the Valley. But the horse is just lucky. Daniel Bryan doesn't one. train
0: this one. He would have given him a big whack for being through with no cover here. But um <laughs> he is good at it, Pistol. I agree. And yeah, when you look at the sectional, just the pure number of the of the race meeting, even you can see how fast this horse has gone versus every other horse there on on Saturday. Um, yeah, probably a missed opportunity. Jesus it was steady around that sort of 6.50 the fair block the whole time. Um, yeah. He he obviously can train and Jackson can watch trials. Yes, he can. Better than, better than most.
1: Um, September run.
0: Flying. Yeah. Fastest last. Um, let me read it out exactly what it did. Second fastest last 800, fastest last 600, second fastest last 400, and fastest last 200 metres of the entire meeting. Slow tempo, obviously, but still have to get it done. There's other horses in the race, similar sort of... We saw this thing, Curls. I think we ended up backing it, Curls, in a big race. It just got out to a stupid price and it flew. So Mm -hmm. it it loves the camber at the valley. It slings into it. But um, going good. Hopefully it stays in Victoria. Yeah, it's a dirty back marker. I don't care where it goes. <laughs> what about if it goes to a Flemington straight race? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't run past
2: Zootory when it was last at the straight race when it come from sixteenth. Like it's just a, well, it's just a like mongrel back marker. Bless Zootory, by the way. What um, okay. should come out and win next uh, yeah. start? <laughs> yeah, put it. But anyway, like if you want to back a horse that gets sits last and runs on, we'll back it. What
1: i so. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of three year old races. Uh, you had the Zuzarela and my numero Uno claiming both of those. Do you have any time for some of the beaten brigade or the winners for that
0: matter? Uh well, I reckon these are two of the, the harder races on the data to figure out. Mm. They're they're an average time really for a sat day and for like a you know, a proper three year old overall. Um I don't know what to do with them. I'm not going to force it. Generation was like completely off. They could, they couldn't lay a bet on it. It was like unlayable on the fair. Um, still ran third. I, I don't know how to line this up. Like Juan Marino was beaten by uh, the Lamming horse, which like couldn't keep up last Saturday. Maybe at uh, at um. Caulfield. So I think that forms suspect. Um and well I I do I don't mind Zuzarella and I don't mind um Argent Argentia Argentia that was a uh, car crash for Ollie so lucky the Freeman's train it and not Daniel O'Brien but um Zuzarella went enormous I thought uh Luskin Spur was good I I would I'd, I'd give them the edge over the um the boys the Phillies okay. the edge over the boys slightly but I don't think any superstars yet Fair enough. And uh, I guess, look,
1: best figures on the card were, were early on, but they were the only fast-tempo races. Not sure you can read too much into that. And DeGraves went well and in race four, coming back towards the uh, the inside and the straight. But, um, again, I, th- I think probably the way you look at it is just they are all probably about right, given the, the tempo of the events that they were in.
0: Yeah, I think, like, inside draws and in Worcester midfield, not ideal Saturday, but relatively fair. And... Um it'll be a decent meeting to follow. I think Caulfield last week could be a better form reference. Um, and House Forgot User on the biggest figure of the day. We took $3 for it to win the Cranbourne race on like, the Thursday. day. Like, <laughs> how's that for a bad beat? It's wonderful, isn't it? We backed it here, but we would have backed the favourite as well here and would have collected on two bets instead of having to halve it here. So. Yep. All
1: right. Very good. And... Um, as you said, decent enough meeting to follow, but it will require a little bit of work. So, I think that's uh, probably the rest of the day sorted, isn't it?
0: Yeah, curls. It's, a, it's going to take a lot longer than normal. Yeah, a bit longer than normal.
1: Yeah, it's a. There's going to be subtle little bits that you'll get out of some of the replays. I think. Mm. Curly Queensland. Anything that caught your eye there over the weekend?
2: Um, not really. Pistol. Um, Tempo-related bad rides um, sort of dictated most of the results on Saturday. so than good rides. One thing that did catch my eye, which I just want to share with you, for no other reason than I thought it was funny, was the um, last race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Um, oh, yeah.
0: this is amazing. This is absolutely this is a,
2: amazing. This is the head-on footage here I'm going to share with you. Um, didn't put this in the run sheet, did I? Um, Can you see that screen here? We can,
0: yeah.
2: Okay, so eventual winner on the inside here, Ipso Nemphalek, I think it was, a young apprentice on board. That one there. Um, First past the post. And here's the last little bit of the head on action. There's the second horse there. (laughs) And fourth. Oh, my God. Um, so, was there a protest? So, so anyway, so there's, so there's the winner. That's the second horse. That's the fourth horse here. Protest was second v. first and fourth v. first for interference over the concluding stages. Um, protests all dismissed. Um, <laughs>
0: um, you can't make this up, right? So, I
2: don't know. Maybe the interference was too close to the finish line to changed the result. Um, the winner did win by, uh, like by a margin. I think it may have been a length by the time he docked everyone down and then hit the w- line. He was a length in front of the others.
0: If you were a steward, what would you have done?
2: It, the races have been put back like two races. They ran the last one in the lights. It was seven o'clock Sunday night. I'm having the clock. Here. Let's uh, dismiss. We've got to go. <laughs> if I was a steward, that's exactly what I would have done. And that's exactly what they've done. Wonderful. Uh, Apart from that, um, yeah, it was a good week. We had a winning week and, um, yeah, it was (laughs) good. Thanks for asking.
1: All right, very good. Do we have any questions?
0: Yeah, they're they're somewhere.
2: That's that's good. I have a question. Here's um, one from Curly in Queensland. Uh, What do we make of Portland Sky after Saturday?
0: Uh, Pass, Mark. Money was there. Horse gone good. Um, Sat outside a soft lead and got
2: completely steamrolled by the horses down the middle.
0: Yeah. I think it was okay. Um, You know, like, they really, really, they know what they're doing the lorry stable any of um anyone who's sick enough and who was with us yesterday we we saved on it again jackson founded off a trial at race three geelong we we're back the winner but we also saved on one of his which was 11 into four dollars on the fair off a off a poor trial to the untrained eye um one of the bigger well, trying to be one of the biggest betting stables in victoria i reckon Unbelievable go that was yesterday. At Geelong and Geordie Charles was last defence after 150 metres. God bless him. <laughs> it was wonderful, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> oh, uh, it was a bit, It was a weird betting race, wasn't it? Cause yeah. like Our our steam too. Like we took three three twenty, maybe even 360. Nah, three sixty. Yeah. And we started 20. two. We started two's the fair. Like it was hmm. the, the two big guys. But it's much better to be outside leader than last fence. Indeed. Nine nine times out of a hundred.
1: Uh, we do have a question from Ed, which we'll get back to you Ed, because we'll need to do a little bit of research for that. Um, we'll bring it up on the punting form systems regarding the profitability of favorites in group ones. Um, but this is from Pratty. Question for the show. Uh, when you are following up your cash because you found the horse again and it's a bet at the price and last start it's been ridden completely upside down, either likes the lead and is snicked back or the opposite way around and it hasn't responded. Do you approach more cautiously and have slightly less of a unit or units on because you're worried it might be ridden upside down again? This obviously comes as if there is no information out there regarding a change of tactics and it hasn't seemed to have missed the start or jumped extremely well. So it hasn't jumped different to what it would normally do. That's in Pratty.
0: I'll start then. I think mean, it's mainly for you, Peter. But there's always information about change of tactics, Praddy, and it's the, the market. So if the horse firms, you can expect intent. If the horse drifts, you can expect zero intent. Uh, as to follow my money, I wouldn't do it that much anymore, Peter.
1: Um, oh, it's, I, I don't bet less um, as a result, but I don't necessarily bet more. There's no real rhyme or reason. It depends on what I've marked it in terms of a price, basically. Um, but I don't exactly go looking for horses that were not suited last start because sometimes you get, uh, say the last race at Kalgoorlie there on Sunday, I think there was four runners that I backed last start and that were all variously not suited slash butchered slash dead. Um, so yeah, that, that makes it a little bit difficult when you're doing the former race. You can't exactly go through and say, Oh, I'm going to bias all of these because, uh, there's still another 12 horses in the field. So.
0: Yeah,
1: case-by-case basis, I think.
0: Anything else we should touch on?
2: Week ahead. There's there's
0: so much politics out there, but I think I should give it a miss this week. Although I do appreciate the feedback I get every week. I um, Ah, There's a part source of Hong Kong too, by the way. Catch I missed that. Oh, Jack, I was about to say, fuck my Sundays. My
2: Sundays are now Twitter free because I just can't cop the Hong Kong hype on Twitter after a horse wins over there. Jeez.
0: What else, what's
2: that? No, I don't know. I never read about it. You mean
1: the, the, the horse that won the 1,000 metre race at $1.40 yeah, or something?
0: Was it obviously Australian? Like an ex-Australian? It, it had one
1: it? trial at Tatura.
0: And uh, under sold, who? Patrick?
1: I don't know. I can't remember who it was. But who gives a shit? You often see that first start down the straight, they run big figures or they run up against other horses that aren't 1,000-metre races or 1,000-metre horses. Anyway, play on.
0: Wake ahead, head, Jack. Uh, We've got... uh, There's no betting today and probably no betting tomorrow. Uh, We've done Wangaratta but couldn't really find any big enough sort of overlay. But we'll be betting Royal Sandown on Wednesday. Then we've got Mornington. Into Swan Hill, Thursday, Friday, and then Flemington and Etchua on uh, Saturday, and then a little cranny Donald action on Sunday. So really, really, we love Flemington's easily our, our best track. Uh, very, very, I love this meeting. McQuaidy like Day, stakes day. It's it's a fucking great meeting, um, and I can't wait for it. Yep. And um, anything else we should say? Well, Curly, where are you been? Queensland. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. You've missed, we've missed the biggest opportunity of all time not to have you in, yeah, you know, with fucking like in isolation over there with Pete's bedroom or whatever, Pete's spare bedroom. Oh, look,
2: I've got uh, I've got a big week. Um, racing.com is um, finally airing the pre-recorded wagering panel show. Oh on yes, Wednesday. <laughs> the reason why it's taken 30 days from recording to it's airing like is probably the edit button. Been smashed. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, they haven't stitched me up there and just cut me right <laughs> out. It's the <laughs> easy way. Uh, I'm a bit, a little bit nervous. Um, Wednesday is Eagle Farm. Friday is the Demons taking on the Cats in the Prelim final. Um, so this is how fucked up I am over this. Is that um, I had like I had a few hundred on Geelong to win the Premiership moments before the bounce. Um, versus the GWS Giants. It's a bit of an insurance bet, like because when they beat us Friday night and Melbourne, te- Melbourne tears are flowing, which fucking probably happened. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, I'm God, these guys are fragile.
2: I'm just going to console myself with that Geelong Premiership bet and just lay it back. Um, <laughs> fucking surely we can beat them. Uh, Saturday is the usual um, Gold Coast, Doomben. To Woomba, so it's once again, it's great. Um, all the meetings are in North Queensland, so just the one in Southeast Queensland during the week, which is Wednesday. So, lovely week. All right, very good. Uh, we'll catch
1: up later this week to preview Group One racing from Flemington. Until
2: then, <sighs> bye for now.